Every year, TCOM selects an individual whose work exemplifies the ever-evolving mission to create and improve helping systems. And that person is honored with the TCOM Champions Award, presented during TCOM's annual conference. I'm Timothy Fall, creative producer for the University of Kentucky's Center for Innovation in Population Health, the IF Center. Along with IF Center director and TCOM's original developer, Dr. John Lyons, and producer Lauren Mergen, I'm making the conversational rounds of past winners of the TCOM Champions Award, learning how the TCOM tools have transformed the way these champions help others. You're listening to Tales from the Collaborative. In 2014 and 2015 TCOM Champions Award winner Sharuk Chishti is the Director of Child and Family Programs at Sacramento Children's Home. She started her career working with survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault before transitioning to social services. It was her work with foster youth that led Sharuk to discover the challenges and the rewards awaiting those who serve those children and their families. She began our interview by sharing that her interest in psychology began years and years ago. So way, way, way back when, as a child, I knew I I was just in love with the field of psychology. And I will honor my dad with that because my dad has experience in psychology. His background is in psychology. And so as a child, I always knew the simple thing. I wanted to help hearts feel better. Kids' hearts, people's hearts, just make them feel comfortable. And so the intrigue with psychology and I had my, I went into school, went to uh, UC Davis and got my degree in biopsychology and then continued my master's at Palo Alto University and got my degree in psychology as well. And so, um, you know, learning about psychology is one thing and then applying it and the application of that is something else. So Um, I had started out really early on volunteering at a domestic violence shelter. And so I had just the humbling honor of working with survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault, uh, worked with women, children, and men. And in working with that, I was actually offered a position as a counselor for domestic violence. And so I, I did that for a couple of years and then decided to, I had, I was having my children. And so I needed to do something that, you know, was more in line with how I was dealing with that. So ended up going into social services, specifically with foster youth. And so I worked for a nonprofit organization as a part-time social worker with foster kids. And I didn't know anything about the world of foster care, but I would say that's where everything started. So I worked with foster youth trying to figure out like, what is this? And that's where I really found the amount of pain that exists and the amount of potential that existed. So I had, I just had so many different foster parents, resource parents, we call them now that I got to work with, got to work with a lot of youth. And so years went on, I grew and went on to a different agency, Aldea Children and Family Services is where I spent the bulk of my time prior to coming to Sacramento Children's Home. And that's actually where I got to know about the cans, the teeth. Ah, so that's, that's my next question. And thank okay. you. How did you first get connected? So how did that happen? What was your first connection with TCOM? Okay, so I was a brand new supervisor supervising social workers. And one of the biggest things I realized is we had 
amazing social workers, staff. We had amazing foster parents. We had amazing leadership and we had great partnerships with the county who were providing placements for these or sending us referrals. The problem I was seeing and I was getting puzzled because if you have good intended people, it's like, why aren't we moving forward? Why aren't we seeing the successes that we think we should be seeing? And one of the things I noticed was that there didn't seem to be a structure like Kind of, we had great folks that were trained in the basics of social work, and then they went out in the field, and there was not a holding ground for all these great ideas. And I was very new, so I'm trying to figure out how do we do this, is doing extra supervision, trying to figure this out, myself getting involved. And then at that time, our executive director and my supervisor had asked me if I was interested in this hands training that was coming up. Okay. So I said, yes, I'm very interested. And so I went to the training and I got to meet, that was the first time I met Dr. Lyons. And there was, it was for the CAN certification training. So it was, I believe it was a two day training. And so I sat right in front (laughs) first day and I was like trying to figure out what he's saying. One of the pieces of this training was after you get this training, you have to develop your own take on how are you going to go back to your agency and deliver it if you choose to deliver it. Mm-hmm. And so sitting in front and like paying attention, his delivery, his his passion and the way he talked about not the widgets in the systems of care, but the passion behind it, the yeah. desire to change, the desire to transform. I was like, oh my gosh. And there was structure to it. So it was yeah. like the best of both worlds, right? Yeah. We're able to measure the work that's being done, but in a very humanistic way. So that's what attracted me. So I sat there in front and I, when the test came along, I was like super nervous because (laughs) I want to make sure I got this right. And I did, I I did well. And so I just went up to Dr. Lyons and I was like, this is amazing. I want to take this and develop it, take this to our agency. So I came back actually while I was in the training, I was um, sending messages to my leadership team saying that this is amazing. We need to do this. At that time, there was no mandate for foster family agencies, mental health side before providing mental health services. There was not this mandate that we have to do the CANS. So we were one of the first agencies to take the CANS and implement it within our foster family agencies. Great. And so... Once we implemented, of course, it took a while because when I come back with an idea, my staff would look at me like, okay, you're crazy. You had way too much excitement for this compound. So I learned those were growing, you know, growing pains that I learned. Like when you are excited of an idea, no one yet knows why you're so excited. So baby steps. So I took my time and I explained and I, the exercise that we had to do when we were going through this training was develop your own training. So I actually utilized that And I talked to them about the concept of shared vision and a shared language. And so that really resonated with with the team. And so I, after I spoke with everybody, then we got a few cheerleaders, like folks that are like kind of sharing, kind of seeing the vision that I have early on. And we tried it. So I created a template that matched the needs of the foster youth with a state document, the needs and service plan, embedded the cans in there. And then we did this trial and we were able to see some amazing initial results in them. Wow. So it really did. So your contact with TCOM changed the way that you worked. I mean, it's, it sounds like, all, and almost immediately you were able to figure out a way to take your new passion and curiosity about it and implement it right in the way that you work day to day. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, the initial step was of course, talking about it, then training about it. Then it was the actual technical parts of it, which was updating forms. So like your actual service plan, your reports, how are you going to update that? At that time we were using the basic state provided forms. And so actually created our own template embedded cans, just everything had like this continuity of care embedded in it. The next step was also to make sure it's not a standalone just on reports that it's built into supervision. It's built into the case notes. When our social workers going out and meeting with the parents and children, they have some guide to make sure that they're having these conversations, but because the terminology on the CANS tool itself is very user-friendly, they're able to talk about these things and they directly relate to a guide that they may have on their case notes. And then they can report on that. And then when they meet with their supervisor, they're talking about this in supervision because it's built into the supervision template. And then that also translates into the needs and service report. And then eventually when we were having child and family team meetings, our agency was already aware of CANS. And so we could sit as a group and actually in an informed way, discuss how things are going. So So you're doing, so you're doing this work for what were you cited specifically when you were given the TCOM Champions Award? What, uh, what was highlighted and what was, uh, what was being honored? Well, so yeah, again, that was a big surprise. I had no idea I was getting that, but I think it was exactly this, the implementation, like taking that at the level of staff and families and the actual implementation of that embedded into our day-to-day practice. I believe that's, that's why I was you know, selected uh, for that. And in it, it worked. It was at every level. And the best thing was that we had our staff that were able to speak to officials that were working with the families, whether they were managers or supervisors, directors, and they were able to use the same language and speak to families and children. And there was no inhibition or, you know, making families feel like they don't know this language. So that was a piece I think that was most powerful to be able to have such a flexible tool on both ends. Cool. So yeah, we were able to Im- implement that. And that was probably one of the highlights of my careers. Nice. Careers. So Shrug, since you won the award, have uh, have you found new ways to do things or are there new developments that you're working with? Yeah. So I will say COVID put a damper on a lot of things. I did end up, so I was at Aldea for a very long time, almost nine years. And then I came, had the honor of coming to Sacramento Children's Home. And so right now my work, we're just really, the world is opening up, just trying to figure out how to really do things and create some systems in place. My goal is currently right now, the programs that I work with, I do a lot of prevention work. And Dr. Lyons was so generous to meet with me early on when I started my job here to see how we can bring TCOM, CANS, FAST, the tools, the great array of tools that could be utilized on the prevention side of things. And so once we kind of open back up and get stability there, I would love to explore how we can bring those concepts here. Because currently at Sacramento Children's Home, we do use cans because we have a mental health program, but how do we embed it like we did when, for example, when I was at Aldea with the foster care program, where it wasn't something that was mandated to do, we were creative with it. So really excited to see how we can utilize that at the very family level on the prevention side of things. Yeah. Well, that you you started answering my next question, which is what is it that you're, that you know is coming or that you're working on towards the future? So what you're doing right now is also what you're waiting to see how it really comes to fruition in the future. Is that where you'd say you are with these ideas? 
Absolutely. I just go back to like, oh, I remember I was a new supervisor in this place where I saw great people working diligently, but we're not seeing the efficient, like what perhaps we could see things even more efficiently move forward. So my hope would be is to kind of create those same systems instead of using, you know, a lot of, we have a lot of great tools, but how can we enhance those tools even more with putting some systems in place? And of course, right now our team is much, I have a larger team and there's a lot more complications and a lot more nuances to some of the systems that we have to abide by, some of the contractual rules and all of that, and then training staff. So there's layers of all of that, but I am still really excited to be able to bring some of those concepts that I saw great results with at my other agency. There is a place for it. There's always a place for bringing a great sense of, yes, passion tied with something that you can actually measure that everybody can understand. Okay. End of the day, you turn off the computer, you turn off the lights in your office, and you leave TCOM sort of behind for a while. What do you want to do when you when you leave the office behind on a nice a nice weekend day? Well, I so I have a about a little less than an hour commute, so I drive myself. I, obviously, today will not be a sunny day, but nonetheless, no matter what the weather is, I enjoy just going back home to my kids and just just sitting with them, talking to them about things that I learned. Hearing about them, we have currently six wonderful fur babies and feather babies. Uh, yeah. So, and then I have a love for music, so that keeps me grounded. Well, that's like a, a nice, a nice life you have carved out for yourself. You've been really super generous to tell me your story. It was, it's very interesting and easy to follow, and you've done such a great job of sharing all of that with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. And can I add, I did want to share something that was, I don't think I've ever been able to articulate it. So this is a perfect time to do it, if you don't mind. Please. Uh, so I don't know, I still haven't figured out how Dr. Lyons does it, where he's able to be everywhere around the globe, but yet still be connected to people that may have a question like me, a nerdy person that attended the class and was like really excited. And I will say, we absolutely could not do what we were able to do at my agency without the direct support of Dr. Lines. Like I would send him an email. He would like, I don't know how he did it, no matter what time frame or wherever he was in the world, he was able to respond back to me. So I just want to give him my thanks and say that he's absolutely changed the way the world is. Like he's brought hope, he's brought progress, and he's brought true transformation to the way we do things. So I, I just want to thank him, go on record that he is one of the most amazing people that we have been gifted with. That's that's cool to hear you say that. He's, uh, he's the kind of guy who just can meet you where you are and communicate with you. And I'm sure when you're like in the trenches doing something that's in his wheelhouse, he must be an incredible resource and mentor and support for all of that. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for that. And again, it was such a pleasure doing this. I appreciate it. Great to talk to you. Have a great afternoon. You too. Tim. Take care. Bye-bye. Tales from the Collaborative is made possible in part by the Prade Foundation, a nonprofit organization committed to improving the well-being of all through the use of personalized, timely interventions and provider of online training in the TCOM tools. TCOM is Transformational Collaborative Outcomes Management, a comprehensive framework 
for improving the effectiveness of helping systems through person-centered care. Online at prayedfoundation.org and at tcomconversations.org and by the Center for Innovation in Population Health at the University of Kentucky. Online at iph.uky.edu.